Welcome to the Get and Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. Fact check. When a father is the first in a household to become a Christian, there is a 93% probability everyone else in the household will follow. The entry point to all the gifts of the Holy Spirit is fear of the Lord. That is the reverence, respect, the awe, the wonder, the supernatural life. So what is it that attracts an authentic man to the gospel story? C.S. Lewis said, when the whole world is running toward a cliff, the man running in the opposite direction appears to have lost his mind. In the words of St. Bernard, For I have learnt for a fact that nothing so effectively obtains, retains, and regains grace is that we should always be found not high-minded before God, but filled with holy fear. Our story today is about a priest from the great football state of Wisconsin. Father Richard Heelman was a parochial vicar in Janesville, Wisconsin. He wore Jerry Kramer's number 64 in high school and went on to make Wisconsin's all-state football team in his senior year. His life's dream was to become a Green Bay Packer, until a neck injury sidelined him in college, at which he often jokes, God broke my neck to change my direction. Caught up in the Brett Favre Packer enthusiasm in the 97 season, after the final blessing at Mass, Father Hillman would say, one, two, three, and the congregation would respond, go Packers! As the legend goes, in that 97 season, as Father Hillman led the congregation in their go Packers cheer, the Pack won. And when he was absent in Mass due to official church matters, the Packers suffered all their losses. This all became quite famous. Even ABC, NBC, and CBS set up their cameras in the choir loft so they could film the Go Packers cheer at the end of one Mass that year. This was the Father's 10th anniversary of priesthood, though, which meant a sabbatical in Rome in the winter of 98. Although showing up a wee bit late to the first time Mass, he and the and a fellow priest miraculously were seated for reasons still unknown to them in the front row of St. Peter's Basilica, in front of hundreds of clergy. He writes of his epiphany. There we were in St. Peter's Basilica in Rome, about to pray with the Vicar of Christ, as Mass began, glorious, sacred, music-filled basilica, and oh, my soul. Of course, being a papal Mass, there was great attention given to precision like a military honor guard which struck me as beautiful order, an honor due to the majesty of God. But it was more than that. While I had always loved the Mass, I felt maybe for the first time that we were truly glorifying God. On that day, February 2nd, 1998, I was truly changed. I began to ask myself, what have I been doing? I had spent the first 10 years of my priesthood buying into the common notion that if we create all kinds of trendy nuances to the Mass while we kept the Mass as whimsical and entertaining as possible, people would hear about how cool and fun were the times we were, and they'd come running. We were treating the Mass as a commodity that we needed to somehow market to the world. I realized we were all but throwing out any sense of divinity, any sense of the supernatural. Where in all this was the sense of awe and wonder in God's presence? Where was the sense of God's glory and majesty? St. Francis of Assisi said, 
Man should tremble, the world should quake, and all heaven should be deeply moved when the Son of God appears on the altar in the hands of the priest. Dr. Alice von Hildebrand would clearly identify the epiphany I received that year, 21 years ago. In a speech entitled, The Secular War on the Supernatural, she said, Now, let us abolish the terms conservative or liberal, the terms left and right, which are secularistic. I suggest that we say from now on, it is those who have kept the sense of the supernatural and those who have lost it. That is the great divide. That is the essence. Do you look at the church and her teaching, whether dogmatic or moral, with a supernatural eye, or do you look at it with a secular lens? That is the divide. Let us rediscover the greatness and the beauty of the supernatural and pray for it every single day. A fact checked. If a father does not go to church, only one child in 50 will become a regular worshiper. The battle is being waged in the sidelines and trenches of our homes. Bishop Robert Barron wrote about it this way. You need the fear of the Lord, which does not mean that you're afraid of God. It means that nothing to you is more important than God, that everything in your life centers around and is subordinate to your love for God. And your equipping needs to include piety. That means that you honor God above everything else, that you worship Him alone. These spiritual gifts enable you to find true balance. They allow you to know what your life is about. Yeah, this podcast is being directed at fathers in their homes, most certainly. But to all the faithful, as it says in Proverbs, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This is the great divide. Father Heelman says the entry point to all the gifts of the Holy Spirit is fear of the Lord. That is the awe and the wonder. This is what takes us into the upper room where all the rest of the gifts of the Holy Spirit are found. This is the trigger of the divine life, the supernatural life. And without this trigger, we reduce our faith and religion to merely another organization that has some sense of social responsibility. Jesus is then reduced to a historic figure to emulate. Mass is just a social gathering. All of the supernatural is stripped out and the belief in miracles and the power of supernatural grace is mocked as ignorance of our ancestors. Everything, and I mean everything, depends upon our openness to receive this deep respect and reverence and awe of the Lord God Almighty. Ain't it so? This is the Get and Grit podcast signing off. I hope you'll come see us at www.gritquest.com. Thank you for being here today. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, iHeart. Blessings to you all. Dominus Vobiscum.